Hello and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager for Bone Adhesives. I'm Rob Johnson from Bona Training. How are you, Rob? Pretty good, bud. How you doing? I'm doing great. It was great to see you this week. Yeah, <laughs> huh? What a surprise for that class. Yeah. They had no much. idea how lucky they were. True. We did a school this week in New Jersey, a three-day school, and uh, Mr. Highlander showed up to uh, actually do some demos, do some presentations, interrupt me a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry about that. You know I can't help myself. I, you can't help it. It's You know what, though? The, you can tell the, the students can see the passion when you're doing it, you know? Uh, it's weird because uh, I got there and your class was already started. And uh, um, right away when I sat down, I listened to you, man. And yeah, I, I couldn't get the smile off my face, man. <laughs> I, 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 you do you you do such a good job. I love watching you do a presentation. You sure hell didn't need me to, to to say anything, but you know I can't help. I appreciate you giving me a chance to to do those. Well, listen, I know where you live now. I know that you live in the land of corporate stooges. You don't get to do things like that, you know. You don't get to be down, you know, being a man of the people, which you really are. And uh, so. Yeah, I was uh, I was glad that you jumped in there, but I did have a question about your tiny balls. What was up with that? Why did you go with the? Uh... Yeah, I don't usually talk about them, uh, but uh, I thought I felt comfortable enough with the guys. Yeah, uh-huh. and I didn't I didn't know if you were going to mention it or not, and and I, I didn't want to step on your toes. Right. But, but when I when you show people, especially when they're you had some new guys there who hadn't yeah. seen them, seen them before. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think they're always impressed by that because you, when you bring out those magnets and roll them out on the floor, those uh-huh. little ball magnets, earth magnets, and they find every single nail on the job. Uh, it, what the point was to make sure that they stay on nailing schedule when doing a nail glue assist. Okay. It, All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You were just so excited about it. I think some of us um, lost track what you were doing. That's why. We... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed it. Hey, listen, Last time, uh, we're going to actually, we're going to talk about hiring people today, but before we do, on our last uh, podcast episode, I, we brought up tattoos, and I didn't finish my point about tattoos, because I, I said I don't have any, you don't have any, and, uh, but I didn't want to leave the impression that, like, I was against them or, or whatever, I was or too good to have one, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I do want to finish, kind of finish that topic. Uh, you know, in, in the 1800s with tattoos, it was the uh, only person that got tattoos back then were like deviants and, uh, and like, like people, you know, that were in jail and stuff like that. And it's completely changed now. And um, there's a lot of reasons people get tattoos. And, you know, some of it is for, uh, you know, uh, personal expression and stuff like that. But a lot of it is to honor someone who's passed away or their mom or, or a baby or uh, mm-hmm. military military guys are getting them but um you know and there was a time in my life I, uh, you know when you when you what would you think that you really started seeing the tattoo really come on strong is that what in the 80s was that the 80s or would you say that was the 90s or even the early 2000s i think it was the 90s i think it was around grunge rock when grunge hit it's funny i was thinking the same thing kind were of you? That, yeah uh, 
because I know you hate my uh, you hate my music. You don't think that I listen to any new music or anything, but I think the tat I think the grunge the tattoos came around the same time the grunge did. Hmm. And what would your favorite grunge band be? Uh, I have so many, no right? Idea. Yeah, <laughs> so many. How do you really pick one? Black Crows are they a grunge? I don't know if you could say they're kind of they came out of that grunge a little bit. I'd say that's fair. That's that's uh, fair. Yeah. So yeah. I'd, I'd go with the Black Crows. Okay. They're probably not grungy grunge, but maybe on the cusp of the. On on one of the Black Crows albums, uh, you'll see that they think uh, on their artwork on the albums when it was a you know regular uh, no, not a cassette or whatever or not a CD but the album cover, they uh, they thank my sister in law. Uh, Anal tool. No kidding. Yeah, uh, she always booked them every time she got a chance in the, the venues in San Francisco, and uh, and uh, yeah, so that was uh, pretty cool. Yep. Huh. You know. So, so, uh, so did you wrap up your tattoo thing? Or? No, the only thing I was gonna say, like, there was a time in my life when I used to, I used to like, nah, man, I'm tattoos. Why would you do that now? And now. Who the hell am I, man? It's a form of a, uh, a personal expression. And, and some of them I really like. I mean, uh, some of them are very, very creative. My favorite tattoo I've ever seen was on a... Do you know who Shooter Jennings is? No. Okay. Yeah. Why oh, would you? wait a minute. Shooter Jennings, the country yeah. western guy? Yeah. Yes. He's not really a country western guy. <laughs> Funny that you say country western. Who even says country western anymore? Is this how it's going to be for the next? No, hour no, no, not huh? not at all. You I know, just, it's Friday. I've had a long. Uh, crack, crack me up. <laughs> uh, but he's uh, free. Yeah, both music here, country and western. Yes, yes. For anybody that doesn't know him, uh, you probably know Waylon Jennings if you know anything about the uh, country at all. Uh, who was a pioneer in outlaw country, but the shooter is his son. He actually has a, his own band and he's a producer and has his own music and uh, he has a show on uh, XM radio, but he had the coolest tattoo I've ever seen. Uh, on the inside of his forearm, it was uh, a six shooter. You know, his, his name is Shooter Jennings and it was a really, I mean, intricate, really cool. I thought that nah, that's pretty cool, man. Um, if I, I was talking to Graham Blue, one of our territory managers, and I told him, I was kind of half joking with him. I said, you know, I'm thinking about getting a tattoo. And he starts laughing. And um, I, he said, what are you going to get? I, I told him, um, uh, and inside of my forum right here, I was going to get Lost Highway. And he starts laughing even more. He goes, dude, don't do that to yourself. <laughs> but Lost Highway is Hank Williams, uh, my favorite all-time song, uh, country song. Uh, so anyhow, but my wife said the same thing. What are you, what are you, what are you doing? I thought your uh, favorite country song was Echo Mountain. It was short-lived. No, that's not my favorite country song. I, that is a bluegrass song, Echo Mountain. But, uh, and still not my favorite, but just one I like. Okay. All right, Rob. Now, if you were going to pick somebody in my family that has a tattoo, who would it be? I'd say it was Claire. Who? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Claire? Yeah. <laughs> I listen, well, I really... You, I, you, I, you've known me for about 20 years. Yeah. You don't know a thing about me. Do you? you don't I'm know so, anything, do you? I'm so sorry. 
Claire. Yeah, I, I just don't relate to kids very much. I don't have any kids. I thought you had a daughter named Claire. Emily. Why don't you come clean with the rest of your kids? Emily, Rebecca, Robert, Katie. You have that many kids? Kyle, Brian. Well, I have in-law kids now, too. Okay. So I, they're all Count my them. kids. Okay. They're all my kids. Okay. Well, I, don't, I don't know who would have a tattoo if, uh, of your kids. Pauline. Pauline has a tattoo? Pauline has a tattoo. See how surprised I act? <laughs> you better have acted surprised. Yes. And where you Pauline has a tattoo. She's she could probably hear the podcast right now. I'm surprised uh -huh. she's not flying in here. She has a tattoo. And what is the tattoo? And when when did it's she get on, it? It's on the small of her back. It's my head, just my face with eagle's mm -hmm. wings. Nice. Yeah. I, I could get that on a small of my back. There you go. There you go. Yeah, All right. Yeah. No, that's nice. not the tattoo. I that's the one I wanted her to get. Okay. It's funny because you said when some people die, they'll get a tattoo. She got a tattoo on the top of her foot of her brother's initials who had passed away. You know, that's actually how I met her. I played hockey with him. Uh -huh. And um, you know, we we're really good friends and you know, ended up meeting Paulie through. Anyways, he passed away from cancer, and uh, that's what she did. She got his initials nice. tattooed on her. And she said if she knew how painful it was going to be, she probably would have done something else to. Yeah. Because <laughs> I guess it's, I guess tattoos will hurt more depending on where you get them. Like yeah. they say, you know, top of your hand or, yeah. I, I don't know, they were telling, but they say the top of the foot is a real painful place too. I feel like you're not fully committed if you get a tattoo on your foot. Like, you know what I mean? And she wears sneakers and shoes and stuff. You never really see that's, that's, it. That's what I mean. You know? Yeah. 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 Mm. I couldn't believe it. I was. Wow. That's very nice, actually. For I went out of town and I came home and she's like, oh, I did. It. I went and got the tattoo. And she was talking about it. Not in a million years did I think she was going to get a tattoo. And what's his initials? JFB, John Fitzgerald Blevins. And you sure that's what it stands for? <laughs> there was no was, Highlander. Was, there was, was no was, wasn't a red haired wild, guys, right? No, no. Wasn't a wild night thing when was, you were No, no, okay. no. Geez, I hope not. I hope All not. right. You okay. know, one time uh the kids, I was sitting in the kitchen one time and um all I heard in the living room was Pauline say, you got to ask your father about that. Mm. So two of the kids walked in the kitchen, Emily and Robert, they come into the kitchen and um, Emily's like the spokesperson. And she said, you know, I'm 17 and Robert's 15. We're old enough. We want to get tattoos. And Ma said, it's up to you. I said, okay, no problem. Yeah, you can get them. Yeah. and then you know she's looking at me I, I she goes really i go yeah yeah i said but i get to pick them out mm. and emily's like hmm. now right away robert knew uh he's he won he walked out yeah 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 but emily stuck it out you know emily's there well what do you mean you know like i i pick three tattoos and and you pick one i go no 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 i I'll just pick out your tattoo. I'll go to the 
tattoo parlor with you and I will pick it out. And she's going around and around with this, not really wrapping her head around what's going on. And Bum walks back into the kitchen. He goes, don't you get it? I'm going to get a pink kitty and you're going to get, you know, a Navy anchor. Yeah. And I looked at him and I said, no, you were going to get, I, I love daddy on my, on your arm. <laughs> and maybe if I gave, a spider or something. I'll give you 30 seconds to make up your mind. If you had to get one tattoo, that's just all there is to it. You got to get one tattoo and you got 30 seconds to make up your mind. What is that going to be? Oh, this is going to sound, oh my God, I'm going to get destroyed for this one. The first thing that came to my, uh, in my brain was uh, Pauline's head. Oh, that's a good one. That was the first thing that popped in yeah. my head. So I got to go oh, with that one, I yeah, guess. That's nice. Well, there you go. On your stomach? <laughs> Where no, are your think, shoulder? Uh, yeah, I think around my arm. Your shoulder big enough for a tattoo, I guess? It yeah, I, I... Okay, all right. Yeah. All right. I didn't, I didn't want to go there about tattoos, but. Well, I, I didn't want to leave us hanging because uh, I, I didn't want to sound like I sounded negative about tattoos. I'm not. And, and who the hell am I anyhow? You know what I mean? Do you, yeah. Who the nobody? hell are you to be passing yeah. out this kind? I, I mean, judging on uh, uh, whether you're not. Man, once they made, what they put national in front of your title, huh? See how sensitive I am? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. National. Right. Now you're, you're pontificating all over the place. All, all right. right. Just. I just noticed that thing in the background. My background? It says national. When I said that, I looked up and there it says national sales manager right yeah. there. You know they put up a green screen though, right? And nobody sees that except for you. <laughs> okay, Rob, we're going to talk about hiring people. And I, I have a theory that I think is genius. <laughs> and uh, I think, I think, the way that we hire people is all wrong. And uh, there's a lot of studies that uh, go into, uh, you know, when you hire somebody, like what, what questions do you ask? And um, if you're going to hire a guy for a sales role, for instance, you might ask, uh, you know, tell us about uh, 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 one of your things that you're proud of that you've done in the past, how you grew your business, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, there's, there's like a 30 or 40, if, if you Google it, there's hundreds of questions on, on what questions to ask when you're going to interview somebody. And you're trying to get a read on this person and find out, is this a good candidate to hire? And this test that, I, that I've, I've came up with, I think could be used for any industry at any time, even the flooring industry. And here's the test, All right? Here's the only interview. There's no interview questions, okay? There's just one, one thing you have to do. You book a flight with this person, okay? And you give them a suitcase. And the flight's only like, let's say they're in Boise. The flight's just to Portland and back. It's an hour and a half each way. It doesn't matter where you live. Just a short flight anywhere, okay? You book a flight. You get on a plane with them. You give them a suitcase. The suitcase you give them is too big for the overhead carry place. And you see what they do to handle that. There's your, there's your interview. Because I've been on enough planes now. I can tell you how it happens. You got the, the person that'll walk in, they'll try to put the suitcase up. Any struggle, any, any problem whatsoever is not gonna fit, they leave it and they walk to their seat and they leave it for the, for the airline stewardess. Okay, that's one behavioral trait. Another one is- You gonna uh, hire that guy? No, he, oh. he, he shoved off the responsibility to somebody else. 
Okay. Okay. All right. You got the next guy that will completely hold up the line. I mean, like, you know, there's not 50 people behind him and he's, you know, taking his time and doing different angles and whatever and trying to get that thing and just try to shove, shove it in there and like disregard for anybody that's behind him. Ask me if I'm going to hire that guy. You, you're going to hire that guy? I was going to. I thought yeah. I didn't know if you were done. No, I'm looking at you. That pretty much means I'm done. I stopped talking okay. and I'm staring at you, waiting for a reaction. I don't need this. I, no. I really don't. Okay. Uh, I, I, so you're going to hire him? No. All okay. Right. So you got the next guy. And we've all seen these, all these guys. And the next guy that, that, that gets mad and he pouts about it. Right. He's trying to shove it in there and he, he's mad about it. You can tell that he's gotten angered real quick. He's, the stress is getting to him. He knows he's holding up the line and uh, and he doesn't handle it very well. There's that guy. How about him? You going to hire that guy? No, he can't handle the pressure. Right. Uh, then you have the other guy that comes in and he rearranges furniture. He starts moving other people's stuff to make room for his stuff. You know what I mean? He's like, you know, moving someone else to the other side of the plane, you know, uh, to the back of the one section or whatever. I, I don't care for that guy. I don't either. That guy I bugs I don't want nobody touching my stuff. Thank you. That I, just, just, yeah. And I, I don't like talking to people on the plane. I don't like no. getting in debates with it. I don't, I, usually I get in the plane, pull my hat down, try to go to sleep but one day yeah. for some reason i knew this guy was exactly doing that and all of a sudden i saw him take I, I go whoa 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 oh just that stays right there that's good yeah. right there yeah don't don't touch it you don't know what's in there just mm -hmm. don't touch it okay yeah i'm not crazy about that i i'm not I, i'm not hiring him no and, and and how about when that guy turns around and says who's is this Get the hell out of here. Who's is this? Right? Don't you I worry about woman, who that is. I had a woman say that to me one day. Yeah. yeah. Can you put this under your... I said, no, I checked my bag. It's going to yeah. stay right there. Oh, my God. She was... She was pretty upset. Yeah. But, you know, that's why I checked my bags. Yeah, I'm the same way. I've done that before where I checked my bag, and but I have a smaller suitcase. You know I mean? Like a, like a handheld, you know, like my computer and stuff and they'll ask me if I'll, I'll i'll put that under my seat and my answer is always no i'm not going to put that under my seat my suitcase is underneath the the plane right now i paid for that i'm not going to move my my briefcase and i've had them press me on that and i tell look i've had what seven eight knee surgeries i can't bend my knee like that all this whole trip I'm not doing it here's the other thing i won't do anymore uh, and i'll be mad at myself if i ever cave on this i'm never going to let <laughs> I'm never going to move if a parent asks me because they want to sit next to their kid. I'm not doing that anymore. That has nothing to do with hiring anybody. So I'm sorry I even said that. Um, but uh, now, wait a minute. Now let's get I, back. I know we had a little technical difficulty. Yeah. So we were talking about. This is how you're going to figure out to hire somebody. This is, I think, the ultimate test. You're going to take them on this plane ride with you. Yeah. And give them an extra large suitcase that doesn't fit in the overhead. Yes. What if he had taken that bag and just checked it immediately? Like, 
if if you were giving me a bag, and okay. I I would look at that bag and go, that's not gonna fit anywhere. I'm gonna check this. Okay, what stop right done. Okay, so let's first of all, I would give it to him where it looks like it could probably fit. If it's obvious it's not gonna fit, it won't work. But right. to, to your point, my next question is why are you gonna check this? It's gonna cost fifty dollars to check it. What's your answer? What's well, your answer? Let's fly southwest and then it's no, we, are, we already got we're here. I got the two tickets in my hand. Well, I got right. I got my, my ticket in my hand. All right, then I'll I'll carry it on. I won't check. No, you caved. That was the right, you were going down the right road. That would have been the right answer. You would have said, I think this isn't going to fit based on my past experience. I think it makes more sense if we check this. Are you okay with that? You check would have, it, ask you if it's okay to pay to check the bag. Yes, because it doesn't look like it's going to fit. So I, om I almost got hired. Yeah, I, I, I was so close, Rob. I almost got hired. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But tell me, tell me that's not a great test. Isn't that a great test? That's a test of insanity. That's what that's what that is. <laughs> Why? That's what you're basing everything on, huh? Every, everything. Yeah. Tell me there. Okay. Okay. Um, um, I listen. When it comes to hiring, who knows what works? This Seriously. works. Who? What's that? This works. That's. Is that how you're going to do it? I think from now on. This is the test. And that's all he has to do. Or she. And, that's and, all and, they have to do. In a nutshell, yes. That's There's it. No, there's nothing to prepare, prepare for. If you're, let's, okay, this could be work for anything. But if you're in sales, you should already know how to answer any, any typical sales question that gets thrown at you. But, but this, this is the real test. All right. Okay. Did you dream this one up yourself? I was sitting in a plane watching some clown. I think he did all four of four of these before he before he gave up. No, there's another option. Another option is to give it to the airline stewardess and say, "Hey, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, this doesn't fit. I'm not sure what to do with it." I'm not sure I would hire that guy either. But the only flaw in my plan is I don't think I'd hire anybody. Uh, I don't think any of these these guys would make me happy or gals so yeah unless they did what I'm, you I'm said not sure if, i'm not sure if i want the job anymore though when you go, come on <laughs> you don't know me i don't know you we're gonna take a short trip to boise <laughs> so uh thank you but there's lots of jobs out there unemployment yeah. just hit 3.6 today i don't think i need to <laughs> this is kind of scary well there's my test. I, um, we hired a guy and of course we're not going to get into name this, that, and the other thing. And I spent four hours with this guy. He seemed, you know, mm -hmm. awesome. I thought, yeah, this is, this is it. This is the guy, you know? And, um, he, he just wasn't the guy. Matter of fact, I, I had, what's that? And you, when you, but in the four hours, you determined that, okay, this is the guy? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep. You know, you four hours, it wasn't a half hour. Yeah. It was four hours. I mean, we, we went from lunch almost to dinner, you know? Thought that I had the, you know, I thought this was the guy. Listen. And 
the, the mis- amount of mistakes that I made when I look back at that. I didn't, I didn't talk to any of the distributors that he dealt with. I didn't look at his social media. You know, I just based it on that four hour and telling everybody, this is the guy, man, this is it. And then when I started after the hire and we started talking to distributors and started looking at his social media and everything, I was like, this could be the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. So I don't think think you can get enough background on people. I think if somebody, if I had asked for his, um, uh, what do they call that? You know, uh, what's that part of it? Resume? Not the resume. Background check? Nah, when you're asking, hey, let me talk to your buddies, you know. uh, Oh, references. References, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to interview every reference from now on, too. It's it was crazy. I remember that hire, and I remember what you told me right after you interviewed with him. Let's not even go there. Okay? Oh, I remember <laughs> exactly what you said. If you want to, you can pull your bell out. All right, I'll say it. I'll say it. Yeah, go ahead and see what you said about the guy. I remember I, like yesterday. I I called Wayne and I said. This is going to be the next Wayne Highlander. Yeah. That's what I said. Yep. You said I, it was like you said it was like talking to a younger you. Yes. I mean, he's exactly like you, what you said. And yeah. how insulted I felt afterwards. And I kept it to myself. Well, hey, you I was wrong, you were right. Yep. But um, you remember, you remember Nico. Yes. You remember Nico, the guy, the kid in training? Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome kid. I mean, yeah. it's one of the best kids I ever worked with. I, they're all great. Nico was great, okay? And I remember talking to Nico about it. Now, Nico is a, um, he's a therapist. He's a licensed therapist. Mm-hmm. He does therapy on the side. He's got like a side hustle and he does, you know, therapy. Wait a minute. He's a therapist on the side? Yes. I'm not sure I would hire a therapist on the side. Well, I mean, I love Nico. You know, I I, I, I do. hear you. Yeah, but what? I'm not going to. I thought get that it. was kind of a cool side hustle, and I, and I said, therapy on the side. He goes, yeah, I was. You know, when I got out of college and I was a therapist, I was working at a hospital, and the hospital wanted me to see 70 people a week, or whatever the number was. And he said, 40 hours in a week <laughs> he goes it was in it was crazy he goes you can't you can't help hundreds of people a week and he goes it was so he the part that he liked about therapy was you know just having a couple of clients or a couple of mm-hmm. clients patients I, I don't know yeah. what you want to call them. I don't know what they and, call them. and really helping just a couple so he was doing therapy on the side he's in the he left bonies in the financial world now and everything. Anyways, so here's a guy who he's a ther- he so he he's got scruples, right? He knows what's mm-hmm. what makes people tick. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking to him and I said, you know, I just can't believe how wrong I was about this guy. And he said, 
he was the only person out there who said, listen, don't beat yourself up about this. He goes, he talked to five people before he talked to you. And all five of those people were telling him not to be himself. They were telling him, make sure you don't do this. Make sure you don't do that. He goes, job interviews are, he goes, you're getting, yeah. they're like politicians. It's okay? like a first date, first date. Yeah. It's a first date. It's a, you know, I'm running yeah. for governor type thing. I'm going to be your best friend. Yeah. He goes, the job interview was the absolute, he, he goes, you're, you're just not going to really see that person. So I felt much better, but you know, I still not about the whole, the next Wayne Highlander thing. You know how you could have avoided that whole thing. You could have gave him the suitcase test. <laughs> Do you know something? Come on. I, you're taking a I, trip with me. Where are we going? I, I ain't telling yeah, you. It's yeah. just you and me, though. And knowing him now, I know he would have failed big time now that we know know him more. Um, <laughs> we can't really go too deep into this. No, I know. I know. We just got to scratch the surface of yeah, it. Yeah, yes. But now I, actually, I took with what Nico told me. And I remember sitting with D. We we're talking to another guy, you know. And I remember sitting with D and I said, what about if I, can we bring this guy to the class? Can I, you know, ask him to come to the class for a couple of days? And I go, you, maybe you can fool me for four hours, but yeah. I guarantee you're not going to fool me for two days. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, and, two things. And of course that's where we met Robbie Smith. Uh -huh. Okay. We couldn't have come out any better. Couldn't so have come end, out any better. Yeah. And he came up, he came up, spent two days at the school, and I was just like, now nah, right, now I'm the smartest guy in the world, having this yeah, guy yeah, come up, yeah. right? Did I ever tell you the first thing that he did, though? The no. very first? I said, um, I was staying at, a, a you know, the Hampton Inn in Monroe. I said, meet me down in the lobby, okay? Meet me down in the lobby. I said, uh, he came in kind of late and I was having supper. I said, yeah, I'll, I'll eat in the lobby and we can talk. And so I'm down in the lobby and I'm watching a Bruins game. Everybody knows I'm a big Bruin fan, hockey games on. So I'm watching the Bruin, Bruin game. Never tell this guy that I'm watching a Bruin game. He walks in and he's wearing a Bruins hat. Wow. Right? So I said, what, did somebody tell you, oh, Rob's a big Bruin fan, wear a hat and you get the job? I go, that's pretty lame he doesn't say a word right doesn't say a word kind of looking at me like i was a jackass already he pulls up his sleeve and he's got a boston bruin tattoo on his arm no kidding he's got the spoke b tattoo on his arm uh, and i'm like all right you're yeah, you're a bigger fan than i am <laughs> i don't have one of those <laughs> That's you're hired cool. already That's it. interview's uh, over you did, you did great. So we hung out that night. We're eating. We're watching the game and everything. Finally, I look at him. I go, you know what? I, I don't think this is going to work. You're, you're a son. You remind me too much of my kid. You're a punk. And he goes, you know, I was thinking the same thing. I don't know if I can work. You, you remind me too much of my dad. I don't think this is going to work out. <laughs> um, I actually think I'll be a, a, a 
an extraordinary therapist. <laughs> I have great emotional intelligence. I would love to be a therapist. I would almost do it for free. In fact, that might be something I look into one day. You know, the whole world now is always looking for side hustles. Never thought of it as a side hustle. I still don't know if I'd hire a therapist who was a, doing it on the side. No way. Think about it. Think of, it's not a bad idea. You're only seeing a couple of people. You're constantly thinking about them. Yeah, but well, okay. All right. I know you're. You're. Yeah. How many How many patients do you think you could help a week? This I can't wait to hear this one. I could go through three a day, and, and man, manage three a day. Three a day. Yeah. I'd be expensive though. All right. So we're. I can see you actually as a therapist. I definitely could see that. All right, Wayne. This is too many stories here. We're running short. Okay. You got one question. Mm -hmm. I know. I know you. You're gonna do your plane flight, and I think that's. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, the more I'm thinking about the plane flight, the more I think that could be a pretty funny movie, actually. But yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> we'll take that out someplace else. Yeah. You got one question to ask your candidate. What's it gonna be? Okay, I got one question to ask whoever I'm gonna hire. This is my one question. This is it. This is it's quite simply. If I was uh running a floor company or any other job, my one question would be, why are you the best candidate for the job? That's my question. Okay. How about you? How about you? You got a question you would ask? I will say this. Go ahead and answer my question, and then I'll, I'll tell you my, uh, my. I would like to know how, especially coming on board. How how do you handle stress? Okay. And I want a real. How do you handle stress? Okay. Not the textbook. Okay. You don't want a real one. I want the real one. I want you, the guy to say, I drink a half a bottle of Jack Daniels every night. Okay, good. As long as I yeah. know that. Okay. All right. All right. Let me tell you something. When you do hire somebody, I have, I have rules uh, that I've learned along the way. Okay. I'm going to tell you what they are. Uh, and uh, when you hire somebody, because you know, when you do hire somebody, it's uh, especially if you're, you're wanting to work out, whatever you, 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 you want the guy, but you really may not want to tell him it's going to be as hard as it is or whatever, or you're that much of a hard ass. So you don't scare the guy away. Here's my rules. Okay. And I, I wrote them down. One, don't pretend commands are not commands. Don't suggest or ask, just be straight. So in other words, if I tell you that, I mean, you got to do it this way every single time, this is what I want out of you. I want you to, I want them to know right away. So don't pretend they're suggestions. I want this. This is what I want. Okay. With employees. Number two, create clear expectations. I think that this has to be done up front with your employees when you're hiring somebody uh, to get it out from right now and don't try to work it in as they go along. Okay. Three, make agreements. And I think that's important. Even as you go along with somebody, look, here's, here's what I need from you. Okay. Are, are you able to give me this? Or let's, let's get this out of the way right now and figure out what, how we're going to come to an agreement here. Number four, use dates and deadlines. If I'm going to train somebody, uh, I'm going to give him a time frame that I want, you know, here from three months from now, I want you to be able to do this. Six months from now, this. Nine months from now, this is where you want you to be, okay? 
Um, and then the last one is get their thinking first. Uh, instead of always saying, hey, uh, I want you to do this. I need you to do that. Uh, they, okay, scrape the corners now. I need you to go edge that room right there. I, I, I've got a lot more value out of saying, what do you think we should do? And tell me why. Now, I'm not, I'm not doing all the thinking all the time now. I mean, I'm inviting this guy into to, to the, to the, to the process. And I think that's important. It empowers him. It, it stops making me like uh, nothing worse than if you got a, here's a, here's a bad sign too. If you have an apprentice that doesn't anticipate what the next step is, that's a problem to me, right? If you're an apprentice, if you're, 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 you're working with a lead with a journeyman, you should always start anticipating what the next step is rather than having to be told every time what the next step is. So those are my rules uh, that I've learned. One, one, one little one on top of that one, though. The journeyman has got to tell him that, though. I think. The journeyman's got to say, listen, I want you to figure out what's coming up. I want oh. you to do that. Okay? Oh, I agree. If the journeyman doesn't tell him that, He's going to be scared to death. He's going to do something wrong and, you know, piss somebody off. Yeah. No, I, so I completely. The journeyman's got to. He can't just sit there thinking, why isn't this kid doing it? Well, you haven't yeah. said it to him. You haven't told him. That's what you're expecting. Yeah, uh, you're 100% right. But like on, on you know, three months 100%, in. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three months. Excuse me. Three months in, though. Three uh, months in. No, I, I'm, no now no. I'm. Right, no, I'm throwing yeah. something at you now. Yeah, three months in, I shouldn't have to be uh, tell exactly. you that. Right. Exactly right. What? Three months in, <laughs> I, I shouldn't have to tell you how to roll up the cord again, or that the cord needs rolling up now. You, by now, you start to see the flow. You know what I mean? And and there's another thing that I hate, I despise, and that was what I call false hustle. Like, you know, we need to scrape these these closets, right? The corners. It's, it's not about now taking out the light bags of, of stuff out to the van that does, that's not the show. That's not the job. That's, that's easy stuff, right? That's not the job. The job is these closets right now. So how about we get in there and do this and then we'll carry these like bags of uh, visqueen or whatever or plastic out to the, to the, to the van. Uh, so anyhow, there you go. There's my, there's, 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 uh, there's our, our uh, hiring people. Uh, it was uh, an absurd episode of uh, hodgepodge of, of crap, uh, but can't all be home runs. But in there, there's some there's Sometimes some very single up the middle. You know what though? In there, there's some very good information, and I'm dead serious about. It. I'm dead serious about the plane flight thing. It's going to be I, their job to dissect yeah. through it and find those little the nuggets. nuggets. There you go. All right. Wow, we said that at the same time. Nuggets. Cool. Yeah. All right. This has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please stay tuned. I don't know why you wouldn't. For another episode. <laughs>